Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Only a couple of minutes remaining here at the Westpac Trust Stadium. Blackmore. Corey Hughes down and back play winning awkwardly into the Logan Swan tackle and he is really struggling. Oh, Justin Morgan's opened him up and he got a pass away. Here come the Warriors. He's away. Now, does there any more enthusiastic commentary than that? You'll recognise that voice too, folks, calling that Warriors game against the Bulldogs back in 2001. Can you believe it's 20 years ago? He was once a staple here in New Zealand, but he hasn't commentated a rugby league game for 10 years. But I'm pleased to say that Costo, Jason Costigan, will be back on the airwaves this weekend on SENZ, calling the Warriors clash against the Bulldogs on Sunday. Kick off at 350 Good morning to you, Jason uh, Costigan. How excited? How excited are you about this prospect? Smitty, good morning to you. Good morning, New Zealand. Great to hear your dulcet tones. Uh, my favourite member of the Beige Brigade from many years ago. Someone I looked up to in the backyard playing cricket. And here we are talking rugby league. And, uh, and, and the game that, of course, has been my passion, my love since childhood, uh, rugby league in winter, cricket in summer and I have the greatest and most fondest of memories of calling what I still say is the greatest game of all in your country which become my adopted home for 10 years and Sunday will feel like Christmas I I can't wait okay let's uh, let's let's talk about it um, of course you've, you've done a lot of uh, television work um, Costo, the, the famous lines about the Steedens going through the horns and that kind of thing. What discipline is different from uh, a radio point of view calling league? Say that again, Smithy. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's going to come across to us on, on radio. So how do, how do you cater differently uh, television to radio? What, what things do you have to take into account, bearing in mind uh, the audience will also be a radio audience? Oh, you've got to paint a picture. So... Uh... You know, I come um, to SENZ for Warriors Live on Sunday with with some radio experience. You know, in we spent I think 11 years on television. You know, I mean, I call on television before coming to New Zealand, but I've spent well, I've had five years on radio as well on commercial radio from the south coast of New South Wales and the steel city of Wollongong, calling the Dragons on commercial radio there, through to uh, heading up the Cowboys call team in North Queensland. Uh, on multiple stations. Um, 
over several years and also calling the English Super League on commercial radio as well on either side of the Pennine. So the big thing in radio, of course, is to be able to paint a picture, uh, needless to say, and uh, not everyone can make the transition. But uh, as I said, I, I called in the UK in the Super League back in the 1990s, had a great opportunity there, and I've called on commercial radio from most of the NRL venues from Melbourne, from the Docklands, if you like, right through to North Queensland uh, because of, uh, you know, that those opportunities that came my way. So probably not so well known in New Zealand. So it's just a matter of flicking the switch and going from one to another. Who's your special guest on the pre-game show? Well, he's someone that was worshipped. And I don't use that term... Uh, Loosely, Smithy. He was absolutely idolised at Penrose when he lined up there playing for the Warriors. Uh, I remember uh, going out to his home outside Sydney when he was thinking about coming to the Warriors. Uh, And he had a stellar career at the Canterbury Bulldogs before that. So it's quite ironic that we've got the Bulldogs trying to stop the Warriors from making the finals as unlikely and as difficult as it may be, it's still possible, particularly after back-to-back wins. And, of course, the Dogs have got one hand already on the wooden spoon. And we'll be talking to Steve Price about that and a whole lot more on Sunday on Warriors Live. Holy heck, Steve Price. Man, that is that is iconic, mate. Uh, so what time do you go to air uh, officially? Uh, and who's your co-commentator as well? You've got some help in commentary? Absolutely. And... Uh, We've got the the former Newcastle, uh, Penrith and Melbourne Storm forward, Adam Woolnow, who played more than 150 games in the NRL, uh, made his NRL debut from memory against the Warriors. So Woolley will be joining us in commentary uh, on Sunday uh, for Warriors Live on SENZ across uh, your great country. We're looking forward to that. So we'll be on air uh, on Sunday from... uh, three o'clock New Zealand time and uh, looking forward to it. So there's been a lot happening in rugby league, of course, in the last couple of weeks. We've seen the Warriors uh, soldiering on. Everyone sometimes, I think, on this side of the Tasman forgets that they have made a huge contribution with the sacrifices in the world that we live in today in the last couple of years. And it needs to be said by me, uh, as I come back after 10 years, a hiatus that is not insignificant. How they have stayed in the competition and battled on, uh, I dip my hat to the Warriors from the CEO and the chairman right through to, well, maybe the ball boys. They've all made a huge contribution to the game. There's been a lot said about the Rugby League World Cup. I can't believe it's not on. Your athletes did well. Our athletes did well up in Tokyo. We've got the Wallabies going to the UK, the All Blacks going to the United States. And as far as I'm concerned, that was all about greed on the part of the NRL clubs and protecting the start of the 22 season. So the World Cup's on hold for another 12 months. Now the focus on the NRL. And I'm sure there's some twists and turns, uh, like an old garden hose, a cheap garden hose, awaiting us in the coming weeks. Jason Costigan with us, uh, folks, of course, um, making a huge comeback to uh, calling rugby league. After some time away from the mic, it's 11.10 here, uh, New Zealand time, uh, on SENZ. Uh, Costo, you've got a great fan, and Andre, who's just texted in, he says, yes, mate, Costo's back. We'll be uh, with the game on SENZ commentary now. 
Loved Costo calling the Warriors back in the day. Welcome back. Cheers, Andre. So uh, the fans are out there, Costo. You'll be pleased to know about that. Uh, in terms of uh, the Warriors and calling this game, mate, they, they're a chance of three in a row against a side that's really average this year, to be fair. Uh, they're a big chance, the Warriors, aren't they? Well, they are. I'm a bit, I'm a bit dirty uh, on what the NRL has done. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't muck around, Smithy. You know, I mean, I call it as I see it, whether it's on the field or off. And what the suits have done with the World Cup, I've had a bit to say on social media and then some in recent weeks. But also in the coming into this game on Sunday, I'm not sure how many fans are across this, but you need to know it. Your listeners need to know it, and that is that the Warriors are playing a Canterbury side that is, as I say. Um, they've dead set, dead set favourites for the wooden spoon and uh, it's not an honour that sits well with Canterbury I actually worked at the club with Steve Price back in the days when the roster included Hazem Al-Masri Daryl Halligan the Hughes brothers, Ricky Stewart Bradley Clyde, Darren Britt uh, Willie Mason was coming through as a young player so they're a very proud club but they've actually suffered some injuries but all clubs have done that or had to go through that and I've checked the official listings your listeners need to know they've got a handful of injured players listed yet they've been able to get two players on loan from Ricky Stewart and the Canberra Raiders and it's been sanctioned by the NRL and we haven't had boo from the Warriors I'm not going to compare it to the underarm incident but dead set the Warriors have been dotted here on a week when they need the two points to keep the dream alive. Mm, interesting. Well, that is news to us uh, over here. You don't hear too many uh, complaints of, of that nature uh, out of the Warriors. Anyway, Cameron George seems to run a fairly steady sort of a, a ship, and they just tend to get on with business. But that, that uh, makes it an interesting scenario. Costo, we saw uh, a, a game involving a bit of violence. Uh, when I say violence, it was uh, sending <laughs> off uh, last night with the Raiders and the Storm. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a bit of an issue, even though there's been a bit more focus on the referees looking at high shots, etc., cetera, uh, because of the concussion issue. Uh, they sti still seem to be fairly prevalent in the game, mate. Oh, well, look, last night, you know, I mean, I, I think the off switch has been hit for a while now at the players. You know, the, the get-tough edict that we saw during the, the game showpiece uh, in Brisbane, the, the magic round, and, of course, there's a fair bit of water that's passed under the bridge since then, you know, I mean, I, I, the the players have made an adjustment of sorts, but that was a horrible uh, uh, shot there last night on Jerome Hughes, and um, you know, I, I think the pictures um, weren't a fabrication. There was genuine remorse after the incident, and we're going to hear more about it in the days ahead. But look, the game has changed, Smithy. There's no doubt about that. We'll be canvassing some of the stuff that perhaps is. I would call pretty juicy stuff with Steve Price on Sunday in Warriors Live, uh, leading into kickoff between the Warriors and the Bulldogs. Uh, the, the game is, has never been more cleaner. You know, the days of the dogs of war, uh, where anything, uh, anything goes, that's a long time ago. You know, I mean, many of your listeners won't know what I'm talking about, but you can Google it if you like. The dogs of war. And then Canterbury's uh, success, if you like, in the 1980s, built on defence. Yes, they were also known as the entertainers. But the game has changed so significantly. I don't think it's ever been cleaner. 
Uh, and um, at the end of the day, we'll still have players getting things wrong, and I think that's what happened last night. I don't think there was any malice in it, but it looked spectacular. It looked really bad, and uh, he'll go for some time. Costo, it might be the end of the season for him, actually, to be fair, but uh, Costo, what about the officiating? I mean, you know, as you say, you've, you've been away from the calling aspect of it. You haven't neglected the game at all, uh, but we've been through stages of uh, two referees back to one referee, uh, there's no real involvement apart from putting your flag up for goals and over the sideline for the touchies as such. But the bunker has become almost the chairman of the board in terms of making those key, crucial decisions. And the referral of, uh, I would say, 80% of the tries scored to the bunker. How do you view all that? Well, if you go and ask the fans, there's probably a consensus out there. And I'd, I'd like to know what your listeners think. Uh, but I would be second-guessing that they're of the view that, if anything, they want to get it right. You know, they want the officials to get it right. I don't like the idea of a stop-start thing. I'm not going to come on your program and bash up um, the 15-a-side code because I know how sacred it is in your country. But I will say this, we don't want rugby league like that. And there's a lot of people listening to your program, and if they're real rugby league people from South Auckland, they might uh, have grown up in the halcyon days of... Uh, club football at Carlaw Park, and it's one of my favourite venues. I've called it rugby league venues right across New Zealand, eight of them, I think. I never got the chance uh, uh, to, you know, go to those glory matches at Carlaw Park. But, you know, if you grew up with, uh, you know, the good old days in South Auckland and West Auckland, whether it's the Teatatu Roosters on the west side or the mighty uh, the Leopards on the south side or maybe the iconic Mount Albert Lions, the club that gave us the Warriors... You know, the, the the idea of getting the decisions right is important, but we want a game that flows, that is TV-friendly. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Smithy. The game success uh, through that Tina Turner era, uh, Graham Hughes, who preceded me in the commentary box, a man who I always looked up to and respected enormously. I had the hugest of shoes to fill when I came there 20 years ago. The, 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 the glory days of the game is something that I miss, and I hope that we can kick on again. The game is a great game, Smithy. Uh, I believe that in the future we'll have a second team in New Zealand. Uh, it's been talked about a lot. The NRL is very risk-averse when it comes to expansion. But in terms of the mechanics of the match, of the game, the presentation, we don't want to stop start up there, but we need to get it right. Finally, Costo um, and Jason Koskin with us, folks, and uh, he's back. Uh, on SENZ, uh, calling the Warriors. Should be fantastic, using Steve Price as well. Uh, it's Sunday afternoon, Steve Price in the build-up show. Uh, 3.50 here on SENZ. You'll hear that call from uh, Costo's famous voice. Uh, who stops the storm from being champions this year, Costo? Well, they got the wobblies last night. You know, uh, they were, to say they were rough, they, you know, I mean, I don't know if many of your listeners have travelled through the Australian outback, but they were as rough as the Birdsville track at one stage in that second half. Uh, that's a pretty rough road between South Australia and Queensland through the outback. Uh, they did not score a try in the second 40. Uh, they were penalised for back chat. I think we might have had a different Prime Minister last time that happened. So Craig Bellamy would have had the proverbial belly ache, uh, as in his nickname, post-match, and for good reason. But it's a learning curve for Melbourne because they're going to come against teams now that are going to really go for the jugular and Canberra had a great opportunity to knock them over last night and stop the winning streak but 
the Roosters with that golden run from 1975 is now in danger as Melbourne zero in on uh, successfully defending their title. That's 18 consecutive wins last night for the uh, the men in purple. Uh, and uh, one of the uh, the heroes, uh, young Iremia, uh from the Sunbury Tigers. People say, where's that? He, he grew up in a satellite city of Melbourne, a population of about 40,000 people. It's not rugby league heartland. Most people in the main street would not even have heard of rugby league, I would have thought. Uh, it's still a big a foreign game in Victoria, despite the great successes of the Melbourne Storm on the field. I call their last game at Olympic Park. I call their first game uh, uh, at the new stadium when the national team, your team, our team, played the Trans-Tasman Test at Amy Park. Uh, kangaroos and Kiwis. Rugby League has certainly made some inroads in Victoria, but in terms of their depth, there is life after Slater, there is life after Cronk, there is life after Cameron Smith, but it's a different style of football we're seeing from Craig Bellamy's Melbourne Storm. And Jerome Hughes, terrific game last night. He copped a bit of a battering, uh, but I think Melbourne can go all the way. But if Penrith get their best players on the park, if Manly get their best players on the park, and the Rabbitohs get their best players on the park, you know, they can be challenged. I think Parramatta is in a downward spiral. Uh, They're on the nose. I don't see it getting better. And I think the Roosters, in the end, Jared Werrera Hargraves, he's not playing this week because of injury. And I'm tipping the Broncos. Most people have been surprised how they've been able to show so much resilience. So, look, you never can say for certain what's going to happen because one of the great things about our competition, unlike the English Premier League and other sporting codes, is the unpredictability and the salary cap, which is a great talent equalisation mechanism. And notwithstanding that, Melbourne keep producing and finding players and refining players and I think they'll take some stopping. That was Jason Costigan, folks. You can hear him at 3.50 on Sunday here on SENZ. Uh, that should be a wonderful call. Uh, you can just hear the enthusiasm that uh, and the concern at times that just comes uh, from Costo. Uh, great to have him back on, on the airwaves. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.